Hi guys, it's Ellie. And it's Heather. And, and welcome, welcome back to Tea and Talk. That was good. My no. gosh. Getting better, guys. Getting yeah. better. Yeah. Woo. Hang on. Can you hear that? Patches Puppy doggy. <laughs> She's like, I want I want an appearance in this. Yeah, we literally just started recording and she comes up to my door. And now she's shaking like her scratchy. collar. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me get that. I'm back and 15 seconds has passed, though in the magical world of recording. You editing. Editing, yeah. <laughs> you did not notice a thing. <laughs> Voila. Magic. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. So, Ellie, how has the week been? How? It's like, hasn't been long since we recorded the last episode. We recorded it last Wednesday. So it's been like six, seven six days. Six days. Wait, but like what's today? It's Tuesday. Tuesday. And yes, we're recording on Tuesdays. It's, it's been like a week. A week. That's, okay. That's, Normal no. time, but when you think about it, the podcast was epi- uploaded. Epi- oh, God. I can't even speak English today. The podcast was uploaded on Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday yeah. But when we recorded it, we went in lockdown, were we? Yeah. We're not in lockdown Wait, now. So, so um, let's do updates from Wednesday last week. So anything that's happened since then. Well, oh, we Thursday. know on Friday, we went into lockdown again for the sixth time. Yeah. Bit over this. So annoying. We were supposed to come out this Thursday. So what's the date this Thursday? 12th. The 12th, yeah. So That was the last day of lockdown. Guess the 13th. We would have come out. I think we need to establish a little bit of a timeline. (laughs) (laughs) Today is the 9th. Um, Of August. We went into lockdown on the 5th. Yeah. Yeah, starting from the 6th of August. So starting from 6th, and we were meant to come out on Thursday, which is the 12th, except we came out like three days early. Yeah. So the last episode, we were all happy and cheery. We were out of lockdown, and then when it was uploaded, we were in lockdown, which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so we are out now, as of Tuesday. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? Could yeah. Probably quite easily go back into another lockdown. I would not be surprised. Yeah, well, I mean, I actually don't mind lockdowns. I, I kind of like it. but it's just... I like it, and I don't like it at the same time. Like, I that mindset going into it, it's like, oh, I don't want to do this again. I know. I like want to see my friends and stuff. But then when you get into it, it's like, oh, good, I'm getting a routine. I'm happy. But I hate the stoppy-starty. Especially, like, right now, I hate this. Why don't you just finish the end of the week like you said you were going to do? Yeah. It really annoys me. Yeah, like, when it was announced, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, oh, what? I wouldn't, like, I had planned to do school. Like, I would mentally prepared to do school. And then when they brought it out, it's like, right, you're coming out tomorrow. And I wasn't expecting to come out for another three days. I had such a great week planned in lockdown. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go for, like, walks and stuff. But then, yeah, it's like the inconsistency of it is just, it's like really mentally draining. Yeah. Because like you try like... and mentally prepare for one thing and then it, but like you still kind of part of you is like, oh no, but it's not really certain. Then like they ch- announce things so quickly and that's the bit that's I feel hard. like that's the most part that's draining on mental health is the, the not knowing. The, the uncertainty, yeah, the, the uncertainty, anxiety with that. The inconsistency. It's really, oh, it's so annoying. Like. Daniel Andrews, get your shit together, please. God. <laughs> and, like, you can imagine how hard it would be on, like, hospitality businesses and stuff. Yeah, like, so many people. It was just, like, out of the blue. All the thousands food. of dollars of food. Yeah. That's, like, not good either. That's, like, severely Awful. affects businesses. And they have to, like, go a tiny turnaround and get back into things when they were, like, expecting, you know, four more days of lockdown. Yeah. Literally. So annoying. Anyways, anyway, so that was our little rant, about, little rant lockdown. about lockdown. <laughs> Very nice. But yeah, has anything else happened that is not lockdown related in your week? Um, I don't think so. 
My week's pretty boring. I did my method sack. <laughs> Definitely failed that one, but oh well. We'll get over it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, I'm coming. Um, what about your salty and your sweets for the week? So I guess my salty is lockdown related. Coming back out of lockdown early is kind of like my salty was not really looking forward to coming back to school, but then was at the same time. So it's, I guess, a sweet and a salty, but it was also just the, you know, like the coming out early. Yeah. I was I was prepared for a week. I wasn't prepared for it to be cut short type things. You know yeah. how you have a set in stone plan and then when mm-hmm. it gets changed, it's all over the place. Like I like having control. Lockdown, I don't have control, but when they go, oh, you're in a week, it's like, okay, that's okay. I can deal with that. That's in my mind, but then yeah, when it's all over the place, it's like I don't have any control, and ugh, I just don't like yeah. that. We need to start an end date that is solid, and you stick to it. Exactly, we really do. Daniel Andrews, listen the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to listen to this podcast, of course, Ellie, of yeah. course. <laughs> Back to the sweets and yeah. okay. <laughs> Well, my sweet, let's think about it. I could do my sweet is what we did tonight. <laughs> Ellie made me go on a walk. <laughs> yes. I had a temper tantrum because I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, Heather, Heather does like 30 minutes of homework. I'm in my room studying. She comes over to me and she's like, oh, I don't know if I should start making dinner or if I just go to my room and do nothing. Um, and I, cause I had 20 minutes until I should have been like starting making tea. So it was kind of like a bit iffy whether I go and sit down because I knew I wouldn't want to get back up again. But yeah. then she's like, go for a walk. And then I was walk. like, no, Heather, go go get changed. Go for a walk. I don't care what you want. And then she was lying on the ground having like a tent. <laughs> like and a I was like, Heather, I don't care what you say. You're going for a walk. I don't give a fuck what you want to do. I'm telling you, go for a walk. Go do it now. Cause, so you know, I did. <laughs> it was really nice. Met up with lots of people, with lots of doggies. A little puppy patchy got lots of attention. And it was really nice. I liked it. <laughs> And uh, moral of the story, deal with Heather as you would a toddler. That's <laughs> <Honestly> true. <laughs> so, Heather, you, I think you underestimate how much, I don't know, you're very easily, like, manipulated, but in a good way person. <laughs> like, I can literally talk, get anything from you. It's yeah. so easy to, like, I could talk you into giving me, anything. like, your AirPods for a week. <laughs> like You probably could, and then I come and sit in your room, and you're like, get out, get out, get out, get out. And I'm like, I know. Um, or, like, you okay. realize, like, you admit to something, and you're like, wait, why did I admit to that? I'm like, because I manipulated you. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say my sweet? Oh, I did say my sweet. All right, up to you. What's your sweet and your salty? I'll start with my salty, which was, yeah, the um, coming out of lockdown. (laughs) Because I I was so excited for my, like, walks and, like, my afternoon picnics that I'd planned for, like, the next few days. And then... I like that lockdown gives freedom. That's the good yeah, part about lockdown. The, the shortened days, the, the freedom. It's so nice. I really think that they should implement that into school shorter days because no yeah. one has the attention for a whole day. You get a lot done in that shorter day. And if you have still homework, do it in the afternoon. But, like, I wish they were shorter. I know because, like, I get we get home at 4 o'clock. Yeah, school finishes at 3.15, but we get home at 4. And then by then you've only got half an hour of light and warmth left before, like, everything gets dark and it's awful. Exactly. At least in the winter months, at least. Mm. Anyway, so my sweet was um, yesterday. So in my, because I had double food. Double food's in lockdown. They're elite. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, like, baking something. And I didn't have the ingredients. Um, we needed lemons, but it's, like, um, 
late winter right now so um everyone has like lemons on their nature strip so I was like you know what let's ride into town so during like um my double food lesson I rode into town with Patch and I was like driving around I mean riding 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 my bike around the streets with Patch looking for the free lemons on the nature strips (laughs) and like I never just ride around the houses like just all the streets and stuff so it was kind of nice did you find your lemons yeah I did and then I made the thing um wasn't vegan so I couldn't even eat it it was uh, a, what was it, Ellie? You can uh, tell them. A lemon meringue pie. <laughs> I did try it. It was it's nice. Lemony. It was quite tart, like the inside okay. bit, but the meringue was way too sweet, I thought. It was so sweet, like really? sickly sweet, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that was my sweet, and then the flock down, yeah, was my salty. Yeah. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> also, I really want to sh- can I share the joke? What joke? Of before. I mean, when we were about to start recording. If you want, I don't even know what the joke is, but go ahead. Heather, it literally happened like five minutes ago. And I have completely forgotten the <laughs> So we came, we like sat down and we were about to press record. And then Heather, she says to me, she's like, can you turn the lights off? I like when we do it in the dark. <laughs> Meaning, like, record the podcast in the dark. (laughs) I mean, I was, I said it, and then I was like, wait, that's done it wrong. And then (laughs) Ellie died, and God. And now the whole world knows. (laughs) Oopsie. It was just. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, you know, just expose me, Ellie, thanks. I guess I agreed to it, but I didn't really know what you were going to say. How did you forget that? My memory's really bad, Ellie. It's really bad. (laughs) Anyway, I just wanted to share. So, our teas for the week. Oh, yeah. We have had a request to actually say what they are because we've been saying the normal, but not what they are. Oh, okay. So, I have a white tea with almond milk. It's like an English breakfast tea. I have a... um, Black Yorkshire English breakfast, no sugar. Well, I don't have sugar either, but I just didn't specify. <laughs> yeah, no, and no so milk no milk for me really. Either. Yeah, but I'm like nearly finished. And Same. So cold. <laughs> oh. I just drink it too fast. I love tea. I know me too. I've got like my really tiny cup today as well. I always love to get the big cups because then I get the most tea out of them. I know mine's like half the size. That's of why I love. Like I don't really go for footy teams, but. Hamish got this um, Hawthorne footy cup a long time ago. And it's massive. And it's massive. And so I always have my coffee in the morning in that because I, I can get the most coffee as possible. Maximize the coffee output. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Go. Should we move into the episode today? We should. We've had a pretty long introduction. We probably should yeah. get talking. It's quite a <laughs> full episode. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about sexism and double standards. So, sexism is prejudice, stereotyping, or discrimination typically against women on the bias of sex. Basis. Basis of sex. I can read. Don't worry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think this is really important to talk about because of how prevalent it is in society. Yeah, in our society and our homes, like, just casually. um, So much casual sexism. Embedded into just, like, the daily running. I know, especially in our family, it's very, very prominent. Even though mum and dad go, oh, God, no, it's not. Well, it is. It's blatantly obvious. Like, it's not deliberately put there. I don't think, like... I don't think dad or Hamish or like anyone in our family is actually sexist, but it's just embedded into the way the household is run. 
Um, For so many people, I feel like. Yeah, so many people as well, yeah. It's kind of just like the uh, thing that's always in your mind. Like, I don't yeah, know, like the women do the cooking, the boys do the maintenance, um, mowing, the lawns. Like that type of thing, yeah. Yeah, so um, that's why I think it's really, really, really important to unpack. And um, this, this is a massive topic, but yeah. we're going to like hone in on, on like just a small part of it. We can talk about more in future episodes, but yeah. this is such a big and broad topic. So sexism is massive. Yeah. And it's also, so today we're going to be focusing on a lot of like the domestic and like ingrained um, sexism, like from a young age, just the way like little kids are tr- like, treated when they're younger how differently boys and girls are treated and how um the gender roles sort of dominate society yeah and um like the double standards that we have just socially with between men and women and boys and girls so like in society people go oh well we don't have this anymore like we've come from so far women weren't allowed to vote women weren't allowed this women weren't allowed that but yes like, we yeah. have to agree with that. We have come so far to the, women to be accepted. The bare minimum. The bare minimum. Honestly, why wouldn't we accept it in the first place? Like, that's just stupid. There's no reason that we should have been excluded in the first place, but yet we were. Um, We've come so far, but we're it's, not even there yet. There's so still, much more that we need to go. Like A long way to go. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Until we can be like 100% men and women are equal like it's not we are, yeah. aren't there's so many ways that we're not equal currently mm-hmm. like and just talk about the gender gap and everything so like there's no denying that sexism isn't present like it does like there's no denying the fact that it exists i mean it's not like how it was ages ago where women weren't allowed to vote women weren't you know allowed to work type thing it's more now it's like subtle it's just the hidden the, yeah and today we're going to be talking about less about uh, like the pay gap and the um in like those sort of things we'll talk about some like high paying roles and like, preconditioned we have with um between different jobs occupations that men and women quote unquote like are supposed to do um but we're more talking about how socially and domestically it um sexism is is present in our own lives as we see them yeah and for so many boys it um how their mannerisms and how they act is so obvious to those who were you know taught by women to respect women yeah and those who weren't like it's so obvious in how they behave towards women yeah, you if can tell the boys that um, were either raised in households by strong women who, or, or men even, strong um, people who really honed in on that um, equality and, like, respect for all genders. Um, so you can really tell, like, in school, the ones that are educated and, and, the, ones that are not. and the ones that aren't. Like, even today, I was listening to a conversation in my maths class. The boys were talking about how if you turn, if you go to a party with um, your girlfriend, but say your girlfriend's only a four, and then you turn up and uh, there's another girl that's a ten there, um, immediately dump your girlfriend on the spot and go for the ten. Like, what if the ten doesn't want you, bitch? Like, God's sake. It's just they, so, so many conversations. still treat women like property in a yeah. lot of aspects. Women are still treated like property, and it's disgusting. It's actually disgusting, and yeah. I hate that. Maybe it's just the feminist side of me coming out. <laughs> but it's also like, what the actual fuck? Like, what the actual fuck is wrong I, with some people? I think it's fair that 
as a woman, like, you don't even have to justify it saying, oh, it's the feminist coming out of me. I don't think we have to justify the fact that Honestly, women true, shouldn't yeah. be treated as property. I think that should just be given. The fact that even, like, in, like, your dialogue, I can tell that, um, like, you've got the ingrained, like, sexism and, like, um, the idea that you still have to prove yourself more than any man ever would as a woman yeah. yourself. So. Like, I can still hear that in your mm, yeah. the way you're talking. Exactly. So it just shows how, like, everyone, we've just got preconditioned to live in, and operate within a sexist society. Yeah. <laughs> like, in our household, we have we have so set in place gender roles. Like, oh, Heather, I Heather and I do the cooking every single night for the family. We do the cooking, the we do the cleaning, we do the washing, we do the ironing. I do, yeah, I do all of that. I probably... We, probably do like our, a lot of it i probably do like maybe an hour and a half of housework a day you Wait, what does hamish do okay tonight ellie cooked dinner for both of us for both meals so for ellie's vegan meal and for like the meat eaters meal and hamish sat in his room since the time he got home and took dinner banks. time he walked okay he watched out of banks but like he did nothing to help out. Like, and he, he didn't set the table. He doesn't clean the table. He doesn't do all of that. And then he gets mad at us when he does when we make food that he doesn't like. And it's like, okay, then you write the menu plan. You go and do the shopping with mother. You unpack the fucking shopping. He doesn't even do that. And then you make the food. You come home from school. You do your study. And then you make dinner. <laughs> you don't get the time to sit down. He doesn't do study. <laughs> well, yeah. But he, you know what I mean? He comes home from, and he sits down, or he goes straight to his own th- devices when we, our first um thing when we come home it's like okay what do i need to do for the household like i need to like light the fire i need to do this and he isn't even expected to do any of that like if mom came mom doesn't home, expect him to yeah, cook if, if the mom came home and the fire wasn't lit the house was messy all the lights were off she'd blame and us we were all in our bedrooms watching out um like youtube or whatever she'd come home and be like oh why didn't you do this like why didn't you make dinner why why isn't anything ready but it wouldn't be yelled at hamish it'd be yelled yeah. at me and ellie exactly because hamish like expected... we're the women yeah we, quote he... unquote you know so we're supposed to do all these jobs like hamish is completely excused from all of those responsibilities and mum like uh he's like oh well he does the outside things but no he yeah, hardly he does those outside things once a year and he um does maintenance on his bike like that's something he wants to do not something that's going to benefit anybody else or he does maintenance on mum's bike because he wants to see how the parts work that's benefiting him. It's not helping anybody else. We still do the outside jobs. I still, like, we still bring, col- the, bins bring the bins down. We still collect the logs. We still collect the kindling. All that, like, you know, like, outside things. Mother mows the lawn half the time. Yeah. Hamish hardly ever mows the lawn. Like, all these things are still expected for us to do. And Dad and Hamish don't cook. They never cook. Like, They're ever, not even expected I- to cook. Like, we would come home, I'd be out, Ellie would be out, mum would be out, and we'd come home, and it'd be 7 o'clock at night, dinner's not made, and mum doesn't yeah. even expect it to be made. Expects us to come home after a very long day of, you know, being super busy, and they've been at home sitting on the couch or watching, you know, out of like banks or whatever for three already. hours. And nothing will be done. Nothing will be done, and we're expected to come home and have to do that. Yeah. Like. There's ugh. so, this double standards are so blatantly obvious in our household i don't know how obvious it is for everybody else but it is like in our household those gender roles are set in fucking stone i know in quite a few of my friends households it's the same way but then in other households it's not because the boys have been raised in a by strong uh parents to be really you know good and 
um, like do those we, things. Yeah. Like, I know in um, one of my friend's households, they're all expected to, um, like, it's the, um, I think the mum cooks dinner every night or the dad cooks dinner every night. They both do it. But, and then the the kids, all three of them, they, it's their responsibility to do the washing dishes. So both the daughters, um, they're like, yeah, we'll do it. So we, they wash the dishes. And then the oldest male, he's... He, like, has a hissy fit. He thinks he's so hard done to every time he has to wash the dishes. Every time he has to, yeah, wash dishes instead of drying, he has a full-on hold tantrum. Like, I don't know what it is with um, boys, like, literally buckling under the pressure of doing one household chore and women do all of it without even questioning it. Like, I think that shows a lot of strength of character in our females, in our society. Yeah. And also uh, a good thing to mention is the derogatory behavior and language towards women in our household oh in our household especially it's disgusting hamish will use every word imaginable on the face of the earth to bring you down because you didn't move out of his way oh yeah like oh we expected to bow down to you sir like fucking piss off you're the youngest child like go and fucking (laughs) so annoying but then you're like you know, like, call you whores and sluts. He has no fucking idea, really, what those mean. Yeah. And, like, we're not. But he just decides you wants to continuously call yourselves that and, like, bring you down and things like that. Whenever he finds anything to do with women's behavior and things like that, he wants to just pull it to the ground. Yeah, literally. The double standards with, like, punishment, too. Like, Hamish gets away with so much that we would never do. Yeah, like, he does the exact same thing. Okay, say we swear a shit ton at each other. I'll get my phone taken off him. He gets nothing because he'll have a hissy fit at mum as well. Yeah. And his behavior towards mother is disgusting. Like the other day, mum, like I could tell mum was upset by the words he was saying. Like it was that bad. I went to his room and had a fall and yell at him. And he's just like, oh, fucking slut. Get out of my room. You know, fuck this, fuck that. And I'm like, oh, I could just beat your head in, kid. Oh, my God. And, like, he's violent as well. <laughs> we really We're just going to bag him out. He's a dickhead. I honestly hate Maybe him. Maybe he should fucking listen to this episode. Dad, this episode isn't about you. It's about Hamish. Yeah, we're not <laughs> bragging you out in this one. It's actually Hamish. So. <laughs> 13 Reasons Why Who. <laughs> you don't know that. That reference, do you? No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and like the, um, oh, I bet you're just on your period, like that oh, comment. that's so, that pisses me off so much because it's like, you don't have to fucking bleed every single month from the time you're not, like 12, say, until yeah. you're like 50. You don't have to bleed every single day of you, every, no, every day, every <laughs> month of your life for 40 years. Like imagine yeah. bleeding out your dick every fucking month. Exactly. Have that. <laughs> Like, ugh. like they have no comprehension. Number one, of what that pain, is like. Number two, everything that brings. Hamish is the most hormonal person in our household right now. He's got that much aggression, and it's like, don't they understand? When we're on our periods, we actually have more testosterone. Right, in our so bodies. therefore, we're acting more like men. <laughs> oh, suck on that. Yeah. <laughs> we're just getting bagging out men in this episode. Maybe that should be what it's called. Bagging out men for, an, <laughs> for forty-five minutes straight. I know, literally. So I think it, let's. That's enough talk about Hamish. <laughs> I do want to mention something though before oh, we. Okay. <laughs> before Additionally, we it's kind of him and also men in general, like the um, when it comes to like sex and stuff. You know what I mean? Like we were literally talking about this at dinner, at dinner today. Table. Um, if a guy goes and sleeps with fifteen oh, uh, people, this. oh, he's such a lad. He's so good. He's a goat. He's a, a, woman he's a stud. And, if a woman goes and sleeps with fifteen guys, oh, she's a slut. She's a whore. 
Like, exactly. what the actual like, I asked, hell? I asked Hamish this at the table. I was like, oh, so say this specific mate of yours, what if he um, if he went to a party, his body count um, was 15? Like, um, and then Hamish was like, oh, I think he'd be a bit of a player, but um, he'd... Uh, he'd still be a good guy. He'd still be a good bloke. And I'm like, okay, so what do you think of this other girl if she did the exact same thing? And then he, he was like, oh, she's a slut. Mm-hmm. Like, that just came so naturally. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Those double standards. Like, it's ridiculous. We cannot deny that, that they exist. Like, And, like, men get, like, they're fine, you know, to go have sex with a million people. But then as soon as a woman has sex with one person and she's not a virgin she's anymore, ruined. she's ruined. No one wants her anymore. Exactly. Ugh. That goes back to what we were saying about how the beauty standard for a female is, like, a virgin. It's, like, all of these things. And, like... It's ridiculous. And if you've ever watched Bridgeton, I know my biggest takeaway from that was um, just the different treatment of men. Bridgeton is great. You should watch it. Yeah. Recommendation. <laughs> but, watch um, Bridgeton. <laughs> um, like the one of the daughters, like if you're literally in a room with another man alone, if he touches you on the waist, if he kisses you, then you're, you're compromised. Ruined. The girl is ruined. ruined. The, the guy is not. Ruined. Yeah, the guy's not. The girl is. And then, um, so, like, literally, you're ruined if you literally kiss somebody before you're married to them. But then guys, um, one of the sons, he was like, oh, I really want to get married, but he was really young. So then the older brother um, was like to the younger brother, oh, uh, if you want to get married just to have sex, oh, I should have taken you to more brothels when you were younger. Come on, I'll get you. Um, We'll go to a brothel now because he thought he was getting married just because he wanted to have sex, right? So just like those different in attitudes, Mm. it's ridiculous. But um, (laughs) moving on. (laughs) So let's like talk about like society um, in different ways talk that we about see the school this. Teacher. Yeah, okay. We'll talk about a school teacher that I've had. So it's just like even in casual conversation when you're talking about high-paying, good jobs that are recognised, it's always well, the male. We got well. Good is I mean anything okay. can be good. So just those you know more professional. So like doctor, lawyer, CEO. You know like, like those sort of heads tradi- of massive corporate um, organisations. Traditionally, they're always male, male and they always refer to them. Uh, with male pronouns or it's a male like you know oh this big guy you know he get this much money this other and then other jobs are like oh like less paying jobs you know less recognized just like the bland or not bland you know what i mean like the lower jobs are like the women's jobs yeah so say if i um asked you to pitch yourself lying in a hospital bed a nurse is holding your hand by your side what that's gonna you're gonna think of a female the doctor walks into the room and hands you your prescription you're gonna think that's a male like just before i even say anything else like we all just have that subconscious thought yeah you go to a big company the guy that's sitting at that head office who is that it's a male well i said that already <laughs> but you know the person sitting there you think of a male yeah you don't necessarily think of a woman sitting at the head of this huge corporation yeah so it's just that embedded into all like our society that those sort of professional jobs we subconsciously already assume that they're male before we're given any other information and it just shows you um like the differences in what we think we're conditioned to think that 
And this same teacher was saying, oh, you know, teaching's a really good job for women because of all the time they get off over the holidays to be with the children. Oh, it's all course. that the women, everything revolves around the children and anything that they cho choose to do, like their whole career path revolves around their children. The children. They can't be a massive CEO because, no, they have to be that motherly figure and it's always seen like that. What the about stay-at-home dads? You ever yeah. consider that? Exactly. Right. It's seen like the women can't have these massive, like really good jobs because they have to stay home and look after the children. They don't have time for these high paying, you know, taxing jobs. What if they don't want a child? Exactly. And it's like kind of expected that the women will do that role. Yeah. Well, the women that stays home. Yeah. It's just assumed that. Yeah. Like, um, have you ever heard about the, um, study? I think there's a video on YouTube. I'm not sure what it is, but I watched it a while ago that, um, that they did this kind of like a study with these kindergarten, I'm not sure if like they're prep, like those sort of um, age children. And they got the, all of the class, they were asked to draw pictures of a firefighter, a fighter pilot, and a doctor, I'm pretty sure. So all, the whole class was asked to draw those three pictures. So everyone was drawing the pictures of the class of like females, males, every everyone else um and of all of the drawings like it was something like i don't know they had 54 um males and then like two females of all of the drawings that all these ki little kids oh produced God. then they brought into the classroom to do like a um like a you know how like in like they, they get the people from the actual occupation into the classroom to mm -hmm. talk to the kids. And then they brought in a female firefighter, a female fighter pilot and a female doctor in to talk to the kids. And at first, like you can tell all the kids, but they were pretty shocked. But in the end, yeah, they ended up having a great time anyway. But it just shows you that like once you're told all of these roles, even little kids, kindergartners, they think, oh, yeah, firefighter, male, like doctor male and it gives these young children like these young girls they're like oh well, i can't be that that's a guy's role yeah literally the way we talk to these little kids just um yeah look how can these four-year-olds recognize the fact that oh they're um that must be a male's job because they're big and strong like we must be telling them something which yeah. leads perfectly into my next thing um like my next little Pointer. finding I have <laughs> to bring to the table. I saw a TikTok the other day, and I'll get it up, but um, I don't think I'm allowed to, like, actually play a TikTok because then it's, like, copyright and everything. So I'll just, like, speak what this lady on the TikTok's saying. So I'll just get it up now. Okay, so... I've, I've never actually listened to this. Yeah, Heather hasn't listened to this. So um, this is her first time, and I'm just, like, first time... Um, bland reaction kind of thing and i'm just gonna be um talking what this lady's saying it's just a video of her talking i have to tell you something that once i realized it it blew my mind my daughter is in the back seat sleeping wearing lion king pajamas and naturally people always think she's a boy when she's wearing something like that right or when she's wearing neutral colors basically when she's wearing anything that's not a pink dress and I don't care that people think that she's a boy sometimes, but what I care about is that I realize people talk to her completely differently when they think she's a girl versus when they think she's a boy. 99% of the time when they think she's a girl, they always comment on how pretty she is, her dress, she's so beautiful. When they think she's a boy, they will always say things like, wow, you're so fast, you're so strong, look at you go. 
This has been happening since she was a baby. So before our kids can walk or talk, we are telling them that as girls, the most important thing about them is how people noticed is how they look and how they dress. As boys, the most important thing about them is that their actions and what they do. There is nothing wrong with commenting on the looks or clothes of little kids and the babies because they're always so cute. But I do believe we need to comment more on the strength and actions of our little girls because they need to know that they're more than pretty. Wow, I think that's really good. Yeah, I saw that on my For You page and I was like, hashtag content. <laughs> no, uh, I first thought, wow, that is it's so, so true. true. And that just shows you, like, men, like, um, little boys, even before, like... They really they, understand yeah, the world. They really understand the world. Little boys already have this idea, like, yeah, I'm strong. I can do this. I'm... I'm I'm doing amazing things. Look at me go. I'm capable of so much. And, and then little girls, girls don't have that at all. So their self-image is, oh, I have to be pretty. And which is what we've talked about in other episodes, you know, leads to all this diet stuff. Yeah. So then It's all tied together. Literally. So I think that is so profound, like more than I can put into words. And um, like it just says a whole lot in that one little thing. It's crazy. So I think we've talked quite a lot about this idea and we're going to um, answer some questions um, now as well that we've got, that we posted on our, Ellie posted on our Instagram for people to <laughs> ask us some questions. So I also haven't listened to, uh, looked at these, so it'll be also blind reaction for me too. But Cute. like, this is only just a small part of like this whole idea of sexism, double standards, toxic masculinity, all of this massive topic has so much depth and so many things to go into. We've only um, honed in on this tiny part. And it's just, you know, important to know that we haven't covered everything and we'll never be able to cover everything. Yeah. There's just so much and so much to dive into that this is just a small part that we wanted to, you know, grace the surface on. Yeah. So if there's a specific part of like sexism or um, the sexist culture that we currently have, um, you can definitely like DM us on Instagram and ask us a question or ask us to elaborate on like a certain point and we'll definitely do that, get back to you and make an episode hopefully. Yeah. Right, so okay, let's get into the so questions. I've got a few questions here. The first one is um, somebody who they're quite politically involved said, um, I can't become a politician because it's quote unquote very sensitive job, but men have better sensitivity levels. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like women, they're always like emotional. Told, yeah. They're viewed as emotional beings. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, maybe the emotion helps me be more personable and actually compassionate mm-hmm. and care about <laughs> the job that I'm doing. Thank you very fucking much. <laughs> That's all I can say to that one, lovey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's a very important point to make because, yeah, it's true. People get told that all the time, and I think that's really shitty. Just look at Jacinta Ardern, what amazing, amazing things she has. And then we've got, yeah, some male politicians in here who can't commit to a number, (laughs) can't commit to any targets. I'm not going to say any names. You can you can take a wild, wild guess at that one. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> Moving on, but that was a very good point. 
I just want to also say, yeah, sorry, not moving on, <laughs> going back to it. Like, um, women are expected to be the nurses because they have the caring role, yeah. while those men are seen as stern and emotionless. So they can't, you know, quote unquote, be the nurses because they don't have that nurturing role the in them. Personability side. So they're responsible for like the medicine, just the prescription. Yeah, I'm the important, I make all the decisions, but here you go, and I'm not going to deal with you any more than that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on now. <laughs> Next question. Um, where in society do you see sexism aimed at males more than females? Hmm. I actually, um, we've got a family friend who their family dynamic is there's three kids, three boys, very boisterous, but they're both parents. They're both nurses, and the um, father probably does equal amount if not a little bit more cooking than the male and then the female yeah so the male does a little bit more cooking and um yeah they're both nurses and I remember like even when I first realized or was told that probably like seven I was taken aback I was like really you're a nurse they can do that like and then um, <laughs> my god I remember like literally every single time it's like oh who made this and it's like oh um he Fred made it that's not their name, but yeah, that's it's just the fake name we're using. Yeah, um, yeah, Fred made it, um, like, um, yeah, like I'd always be like, oh, really? Oh, okay, good job. It'd yeah. be like shocking, which yeah. is how it shouldn't be. But like, so kind I've... of like that, those sort of things. So the more feminine roles, um, quote unquote feminine roles. Yeah, quote unquote feminine. So roles. like the cooking, or like especially in the um, medicine field, when women are doctors or when men are nurses. Yeah. Like, that's when it's like, wait, what? What are you okay. doing? Yeah, so that was, like, I don't know. Maybe that's that wasn't, how... like, where sexism and but, like, the gender roles. So do you, would you t- say anywhere where sexism is aimed more at males? Like, I'm sure there is some. Like, there's definitely going to be some because sexism against males definitely does exist. Mm. Of course. Okay, because um, I feel like I wasn't, we weren't able, well, we feel like we weren't able to give uh an example um i went and asked el padre my father (laughs) um and he couldn't give a time where he'd felt a victim of sexism he couldn't give me any example he his response was i don't think a male would be very popular in a brothel god sake let me just let that sit for a second yeah okay moving on next question (laughs) okay so the next one is a story from a really good friend of mine um let's call her penny okay Penny. so um this one time penny was wearing short shorts leggings and penny's dad's friend was perving on her um this friend by the way is like 60 and penny is a minor yes penny is a minor and she hated it and then so she had to go at her dad for not telling him to stop because the dad noticed that his mate was perving on her and so penny tried to move away from this 60 year old guy that was perving on her and then um penny's dad said to her that it's not his problem because men are men and if they want to look that that's okay 
And even if the woman feels uncomfortable because it was their choice to wear leggings. And then um, the dad was saying if how somebody gets raped or sexually assaulted, it's their fault and not the males. Oh, 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 oh God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, can I smack him? Can I smack him? Ugh. That makes me so mad because that reminds me the other day I saw this post. Someone put it on their Instagram to be like, look at this. A rape case was dropped because the woman wore red underwear. What the fuck? What the actual fuck is wrong with society? Yeah, oh my god. That makes me so pissed off. What the hell? So pissed off. (laughs) God. The fact that men think these sort of things are excusable behaviours, though. Disgusting. Mm. Disgusting. Ding! Yeah. Yuck. And, like, the fact that women have these sort of stories all the time, like, every day. I'm, like, 97% of women have experienced some sort of, um, like, harassment harassment. or Isn't it, like, 97% or or something like that? Wait, what did I say? You didn't say a percent. Oh, I thought I said 97%. No, <laughs> we'll find out when we when we record when we listen back. Well, it's something like ninety seven percent. Who was women, right, Heather or me? That was me. me. It was me. Ninety seven percent of women have had experienced some sort of sexual harassment or sexual assault. Ninety seven. Yeah, that's you didn't statistic. say ninety seven. I'm pretty sure you didn't. Well, I thought I did. <laughs> I was like listening to that. And I was like, "Oh, is she gonna get onto the part where it's like ninety-seven, and then you never did?" <laughs> At least I didn't think you did. Unless maybe you did, and I'm just like, Death. No, "If I did, and then Heather's like trying to discredit me, <laughs> or if I did, and now that I've like discredited you for discrediting me when I'm in the <laughs> okay, okay, let's let that one be. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay, um, I've got my next one. Um. Females playing cricket in a men's cricket. And then so the expectation was to downgrade the rules to go easier because you're a girl. Hmm. I hate that. Like, um, sport. Yeah. And how, like, we feel like we need to have these second standards for females because they're, the, like, the quote-unquote, like... The weaker we ones. After, they're not yeah, good the enough. Yeah. Oh, so um, we recently had a debate in... Um, uh, and it was about having quotas in Parliament. And my teacher that was, um, uh, like, leading it made the really important point that um, if, if because my teacher was a female, that if she was elected into Parliament or um, hired in Parliament, she wants to be chosen because that she was good enough and she beat all the other competitors. Not just, she doesn't want to be chosen because she's a girl, because they had to pick a girl um, just to fill the spots to fit, like fill the quota like and that's like the problem like quotas I'm not saying they're like a bad thing necessarily but you, like the fact I don't know do, like we have all these things in pa- place to like protect women because they're like the like the weaker sex and um to like I don't know does does that make sense yeah the fact that women can't get in on their own merit they have to be helped or they can't do things because they're good enough, they they were only allowed in because we felt bad for them because they were female, mm. like those sort of things. Yeah. God, that was a <laughs> <sighs> heavy topic. Yeah. So, is that all the questions for today, Ellie? 
Yep, that is all of the questions we have today. And so that sums up sexism. <laughs> only one like little part of it. Only I like think... the tiniest snippet probably like <laughs> and drop in a lake over the massive we world could talk of sexism. We could talk for hours around. about this, honestly, but I'm sure you wouldn't want to listen to us talk for hours and hours on end. About sexism. About yeah. sexism. <laughs> We've got another particular part of it. You. Um, we will talk interested. more about sexism in the future. I definitely want to touch more on, like, you know, toxic masculinity and stuff. Oh, we didn't talk yeah, about yeah. that in this episode, but I reckon that's a huge oh, thing to, to talk about. I've got a lot of stories to say about that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, let's get into our recommendations for the week. Okay, Heather. What is your recommendation? So, very much linking back to the episode we've just talked about. It's not really, like, a recommendation. It's mindfulness or probably not necessarily in a way that benefits your mental health. But I reckon if anybody sees any form of sexism or sexist behavior in their households, in their community, within, amongst their friends, like their peers, even if, you know, you think you'll be judged for saying or calling it out, call it out. Do not stand for it. You might yes. be seen as, oh, Preach. the quote-unquote feminist, but call that fucking behavior out. That's the only way that we are going to get anywhere um, getting closer to equality for all women and a, a community and a society free from sexism. We need to call this behavior out. And that is the only way yeah. we are going to make a difference. Like break down all of these things that we've built for ourselves within society that uphold sexist behavior. And if they contend this or if they try and argue back Kick them in the balls. Kick them in the balls and send them the link to this podcast. We'll <laughs> deal with them for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Moving away from that subject, my recommendation is write a letter to your future self, like just any point in the future. Um, last My last birthday that I had, I wrote a letter to myself like the a year, year after, a year, like for me to open on my next birthday. And I'm really sad of that because I've completely like, forgotten this. And it's like a really good way to um, like look back on your progress kind of thing ask you questions for your future self and then as you're reading it you'll answer them and be like wow i've come so far or like anyway whatever it's a really cool strange feeling but i don't know it's nice but um today i also or yesterday i think i wrote one as well just for like more of like a short term so i wrote a letter um for next time that i'm feeling sad for me to read it so i was like really comforting myself i don't know to like receive messages from your past self is like Thing. cool thing yeah yeah so just a letter to your like future self it can be short term long term like a year or it could literally be like open this the day before your wedding or something i don't know if yeah. you plan to get married whatever <laughs> or like the letter the day you graduate from university right you know like those sort of things or it could literally be open this next week when i don't know you receive that grade or i don't know Something whatever like whatever yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, right. yeah. so that was the episode for this week. It was quite a long episode again. Yeah. We've been having quite <laughs> a few long, flies. heated Bloody episodes. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> this one was very much a dig at boys, but yeah. it's a good thing. They need a bit of a grounding, I think. Yeah, I They're all too full <laughs> of themselves. So. Yeah, we, it's called equity. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was a joke, but totally not a joke. <laughs> I'm not joking. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Um, we really, really hope you enjoyed. And do you have anything else you have to say, Heather? Nope, I think that's all. We've covered quite a lot. So yes, I Don't want to keep talking and holding you for any longer. <laughs> yes, anyway, this was Ellie. And this was Heather. And thank, thank you for, for listening, listening to Tea and Talk. Talk.